Are you familiar with the video garbage bag kids? No. Well, I know that more so than... That's not why I'm asking. <laughs> That's not what I meant by that. But this piece? Alright, so I'm presenting five, four, three. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cali Brick Click, episode 63. And before we get into the introductions, you can find this episode and our previous episode and anywhere you can find podcasts via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever, or iHeartRadio, for those of you who actually go on that. But like always, we have Ninja, Ninja with the Bricks. Yeah. We have Claire, the Plastic Architect. Hi. And this week, we have Matt, the BrickWiz himself. How's it going, dude? What's up, everybody? Thank you guys so much for having me on. This is exciting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I Thank actually you wanted you on earlier, but Claire took forever to reach out. <laughs> That's my bad. My bad. Sorry. <laughs> it's been like a, a bunch of, hey, Claire, did you reach out to Matt yet? <laughs> oh, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that's right it doesn't matter i'm here i'm here now right yeah, uh, i think i like dreamt or something that i like messaged you and i was like yeah it definitely happened he's just taking a long time i think the last time i asked i was upside down in florida on a chair and claire was in a hot tub and i'm like hey <laughs> where are we wow. at with matt so interesting and she was like oh you responded blah 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 can we do it this week i'm like i don't know <laughs> we're flying back like tomorrow i don't know if it's gonna happen so uh luckily we're able to have you this week so thank you again for coming on uh how's everybody doing this week great i just want everyone to know how wonderful and sweet and nice that matt is and how like flexible he was in terms of like scheduling and how difficult i was so yeah that's shout out to matt right now (laughs) thank you i appreciate it not at all it was literally like two days i think we said like one day and then the other day worked too so i you know I'm not doing anything tonight. It's great. I'm not, <laughs> not doing anything. We'll get more into that, like what you do yeah. on, you know, at late night. And no, ex- you, yeah. you guys know me. I mean, come on. Every single club in New Jersey knows the Berkowitz, right? Hey. Oh, wow. It's like that. I always pick you for an alpha male. So, like, <laughs> the envisioning that you go into the club every night is something that I would. Well, he wears his merch be. at the club. That's the <laughs> promotion. Yeah. Free marketing. Am I right? Exactly. Yeah. I wonder how far that would go. If I were to go to a bar wearing a brick shirt, I don't think like would like now, like like now, like if I were to go into like That's, you a know, hipster bar, right? I feel like there's a difference if you're wearing it or if like I was wearing it. <laughs> what is that supposed to mean? <laughs> yeah, elaborate on that one for me. I don't know the way you would carry yourself with it. Like, uh, okay, dang, okay, this okay. dude. I think you could get like a like big QR code on the back of the front and just <laughs> nothing else, and then that way people are going to be more inclined. To it. I think that's that was really well. I've, bring it, I've br- thought bring about it to a that. Convention, honestly, you do amazing. That's that's crazy. I thought about that because I don't know. For me, like it, it piques my interest. Like I wonder what that is. Like scan it and then, dude, the, the, there was a Super Bowl commercial with yep. just a QR code. Yep. Yeah, see, you should do that and just like have it scan, and people are automatically like signed up to your Patreon. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> the highest oh, tier. Boop, boop, boop. Yeah, I feel like that's something Sans should do. Yeah, I feel like it's on brand. Very like it wouldn't make sense if I were to see I like. I feel like we've touched on some of the topics we're going to talk about, like going out, being a cool guy scammers you know this is i'm, I'm excited wow you like literally <laughs> just, <laughs> just set it up for success all of this stay tuned yeah. <laughs> well i don't even know where to begin with all that but like lego why isn't anybody picking anything up since the first speed champions nope um i got my bricklink designer program stuff came in oh, the castle nice. and the boat very exciting are you gonna touch it anytime soon or is it gonna go to the backlog i was in the backlog considering that i have stuff from the previous Brickling Steiner still in the backlog as well. 
So I don't have high hopes. Are you for talking that. about from the first time? Yeah. What do you have <laughs> in the first one that's not built yet? <laughs> I have I have a, few, a couple the few sal- The saloon? Yeah. Do you have the one shot? Please tell me you don't have the first castle and you haven't built that one yet. The, the, the whatever L castle. I oh, no, called. I parted that one together, but I've got that in the box. So sorry. I have a question. Are, since it's been so long, are you going to open them or are they going to be investment pieces? Oh, no. No, they're for me. No, I don't know, man. I lost so much money in the market that maybe I'll sell them now. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, do you, how, how much are those Bricklink sets worth now, like the first wave? I haven't looked. I saw them for a pretty hefty price at my local Bricks and Minifigs. But there were a yeah, bunch that's... that weren't selling though. I don't, maybe it was the mm-hmm. way they were priced. I think I saw them at the time. They were like one something to like mm-hmm. 300, depending on what it was. I think Boone uh, like set was going for a, while, a lot. The fire truck. Yeah, the castle is like 300, which is why like I'm parting it together slowly. It's just not worth it. Like the pieces are less than that, especially because we have a yeah. decent like mm-hmm. piece collection. And then, um, yeah, no, we've got a few. We've got like the bike rack, the one shot, and just the saloon. That's it. That's all I got back then. Because I that was usually when I was like, ooh, building, I like this, or like something that's like, ooh, associated with urban planning, a bike rack. Wasn't the bike rack like a two in one or something like that? It had a had a little something like that. Yeah. Bike car or truck that picked up the bikes around the oh, okay. green yeah. city. I think that's what it was. <laughs> I got my castle in. It's gonna go to my epic, not so epic haul this month because I'm not allowed to buy anything from <laughs> from last month's haul and from flying over there. I think we kind of went over budget a little bit, and because I also spent like over three k just planning the Chicago trip. See, look, you could still use that on the thumbnail, like put a huge epic, but then not so like yeah, really small, show, little, little tiny not so in the thumbnail. Now. Little parentheses, right? right? Yeah, yeah, right. Either way, I'm excited for Chicago. That's coming up. I am doing World War Brick the weekend before, so any of you Brickmania fans who have been asking me to go over there, I'll be over there just for a day, and then I'm making a, like I'm driving down to Chicago with my family. So my family's actually coming, which is the reason why it's expensive. I have to buy four tickets instead of just you know mm-hmm. one. And Luna has already passed the free ticket zone oh, so God. it's oh, like we have to buy them God. all the tickets and this is their first time flying so i know they're gonna freak out i was really paying attention to this like past trip going to florida like hey, how other parents are doing it flying? what happened i mean we'll see it's their first time both of them they've never flown I mean, i've never had an inclination to go anywhere during covid that's true that's a big deal that's a big deal for them yeah. you know I, ezra's excited luna has no idea um i'm freaking out because one like I don't know how they're going to take it. I don't want to be that parent on the plane. <laughs> like, I've heard, I've heard that um, kids get so uh, like wild on the plane because of the like the pressure. Like they can't at know what, like, the sinuses and all yeah. that stuff. Yeah, and that's why we're doing it in the morning, like at twelve a.m. They're going to be tired getting to the plane. They're going to freak out in a second. They're going to pass out as soon. As yeah, that's, how you do that's it. smart. It's very yeah. smart. That that's the reason why we're doing that. Um, so you know, I, the the planning's all done. You know, I. Pretty much every hotel we're staying is done. Brick Mania might give me a car to, to use to travel down to Chicago, which would be great. Uh, but if they don't, I still have a car and backup. Like the, the whole trip is planned, and that feels really good to have it just out the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Definitely. and now, also, everyone we know is, that is going has already solidified or is currently solidified mm-hmm. that they're going to. Matt, so. you're, you're solid, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely going to Burke World. I've, I've got all that stuff paid away, just except the hotel, but airfares book all that type of stuff so yeah i'm going luckily i i was able to get my room like months ago um, uh, okay. i mean the, the the 
what 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 even the name of that hotel? I don't know. It's, Wherever the it, convention's at, it's crazy expensive. But I always like to fork out more because like I can literally wake up five minutes before it starts and just walk down. And it's right there. Yeah. That's to me, crucial. that convenience yeah. is is worth the fee. But it's an expensive hotel, but it's nice, so I enjoy mm-hmm. it. I'm just staying there because I don't have to be dropped off. <laughs> Because my, my <laughs> yeah. calendar's not going to be there the whole time. They're going to go away to a friend's bars. So I can just wake up and they can take the car and I'm pretty much independent until Saturday. I don't know if you guys saw Martin's mock of Encanto. Oh, my kids are freaking Encanto out. House. Mm-hmm. The Montreal house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so I cool. showed that to my kid. They're so excited to see a great. large, real life mock. They're going to be like, Daddy, why don't you do this? I know. <laughs> I'll be like, because Daddy puts all his other money in these little tanks that. <laughs> <laughs> no touching. <laughs> Going into that, someone else here does large large-scale mocks, and that's Matt. Mm-hmm. I was about to say I don't build that much. Yeah, I was, no, not like that. So large-scale mocks is pretty much where you you got a lot of your traction from on your channel, correct? I remember you. Saying yeah, that. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I got introduced into community pretty late. It was around 2017. It was actually the year I I graduated high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started just making my own videos just cause I was like, you know what? It, I, I enjoy them. I look at them now and I, I can't stand to watch them. But, um, yeah, I think a couple, like a year or two later, I kind of found the whole mock build series, the thing that sort of, you know, solid brick studios kind of iconized in the, in the community. And then saw other channels like rich boy J and a bunch of other really cool creators doing the same thing. And I, I really thought that would be fun. So I kind of just followed that formula, obviously, you know, added in corrected on places that i thought i could do something different um but i'd say yeah i mean the the majority have definitely come from from the mock build series you know tuning in every single week for the live streams the the update videos that's definitely where a core of my audience came from for sure because mm-hmm. lego's expensive we all know that like how do you find the means to be able to accumulate all of that in such a short time i know that's a lot that's a big question for a lot of giant mock builders like yourselves yeah like how did you decide to pull the trigger on yeah that's yeah so so commit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So so I guess it kind of starts obviously like I feel like every kid is into Lego when they're younger, you know, and then mm-hmm. sort of when they get maybe into like the middle, you know, the lower teenagers, they kind of drop it and maybe move on to something else. That was mm-hmm. pretty much exactly what I did. I think in middle school, seventh grade, eighth grade, I mm-hmm. dropped Lego, did a lot of sports stuff and kind of pursued that up until the end of high school. And then once that stopped, I kind of went back into Lego. What's mm-hmm. unfortunate is I didn't have any of my existing collections since then. I think my mom consignment you know ebay stuffed all that away so i literally had nothing which is kind of crazy and then uh, i think it was new year's 2018 um Mm -hmm. my i was at my uncle's house we always are and we just built we built like some random lego set um i was like oh this is this is pretty fun i might you know buy another one next Mm -hmm. week and next month and try and get some of the new releases and then it kind of snowballed from there and that's sort of when the youtube started taking off that's when i started doing my first build series which was crate which was not i guess the first build series in the channel history but it was definitely the one that like got me going for sure um but to answer the question honestly i'm gonna be very honest not having to pay rent and utilities Mm -hmm. is a big part of that um, I still live at home. Um, I'm a year, a little bit under a year graduated from college. Um, I do have plans to move out at some point by the end of this year, but I'm not going to lie, you know, having a job and then also not having to pay for, for rent and over half my meals is a, is a big reason for that. But another one is also just, I don't consider myself like an investor per se of Lego, but I will buy things with that in mind that I can use it now and then get rid of it to keep funding the hobby, which is, I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't necessarily do too often. Yeah. I have bad impulse buys for sure. Like if I'm at Walmart 
50%, 60% Some of you might have seen my recent video. I bought like 20 plus Mandalorian Starfighters. They're 40% yeah, we off. Into that? <laughs> yeah, you know, what, what, what questions do you have for like, that like, one? Why? Dude, like, I think that was the first Instagram comment other than like the three bot accounts that immediately comment. It was, you know, just why dot, dot, dot. To be honest, I just love the set. I have just like this weird obsession with it. I think everyone here can relate to that. I'm sure there's that one set that no mm. matter the price, you'll kind of overlook that. Yeah. Um, it was also a mix of I do want to eventually build the Siege of Mandalore. So I would need, you know, probably three or four of those, not 20 per se. Um, but then also it was it was at a considerable discount. If you really look at the the content of the sets, the minifigures and the pieces and that kind of stuff, that set retires two years later. It's probably going to be a hundred plus dollar set. Yeah, that 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 helps me fund my yeah, hobby two years yeah. from now. That helps me pay for my Brick World Chicago 2024 flight, all that kind of stuff. So that's kind of why. Plus, you could aside from selling it, you could probably use a lot of it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, parting out is definitely also a big part of the channel for sure. Um, there's not too many things that I part out just because I don't really have an organized system, which is definitely not good. But there are sets that I'll buy that I think these pieces are really good. Like for example. With uh, my current build series, Racks is a lot of the parts that I need for what's coming up next, which is like this big building is just basically grays. And there are a couple of sets that I would buy just five or six of them and just end up parting it out and I end up using those pieces. So it's when you're a, a large scale mock builder, you definitely are sort of dynamic with how you're spending your money. But essentially the core of it is, you know, I've, I've been employed since I was 16. I've always just felt the need to, to be doing something for sure. Um, and then also YouTube revenue. I mean, I don't really make super, super duper amounts of money off YouTube, but pretty much everything just kind of goes right back into, you know, the cameras and stuff like that. So it's kind of just like recycling funds for sure. It does get very daunting. Like this past, this past couple of months ordering stuff, it's, it's been crazy. My expenses are a little higher than I was anticipating because I forgot about Chicago and forgot about Virginia and having to pay for those. So I am kind of in a little bit of a hole, but you know, it's, it's, it's not that bad. So I think like the average American spends like 30% on housing, like 30% of their income on housing, like every month. Exactly. I think a lot of young viewers watch and they're like how do you afford this how do you afford that and like for us it's easy to say we're like oh we work full time and you know it's like whatever but then like you know you're in kind of like this transition phase and you're actually in a phase that most people tend to be very cash poor like there's no way in hell in college i would have ever been able to do that granted i was abroad i was like i was out of the you know state i was living in a dorm room so like even if i could afford everything like logistically speaking, there's no way in hell that would have fit in the dorm room. <laughs> it's always tough because I feel like a lot of, you know, obviously we all have an audience of, of like, uh, you know, similar age, you know, a falls and through that 18, 24 demographic where I think we all probably primarily hit, but they're also, yeah, I, th- I also go as far as to say that people who are most engaging with our, with content, like commenting, liking, and sharing. I say a lot of those are probably younger teens, like super young kids. Yeah. Um, and so explaining to them that they're kind of just out of luck and they can only rely on, you know, their allowance or Christmas money is, is tough. And I think obviously being older and, and being, you know, sort of responsible with your, with your income and your cash flow is, is a really big part of it for sure. That's right. Sometimes you got to sacrifice. You don't have so interesting, like, so I don't know about Chai and Ninja, but like my audience is mostly like the, like what a 28 to 35 category. That's like, mm-hmm. I'm like more than 50% there. I'm hmm. the same boat because I yeah. have a lot of veteran. Yeah. And- well, we are in that demographic, which makes sense. That, too, yeah, that makes problem. a lot of sense. I think yeah. I think my primary is eighteen twenty four, and then whatever the one from seventeen and below is the second most, which yeah. I think makes makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Sam, Sam, that's Sam as well. Yeah. You know, he's got the same. I mean, it makes sense. Also, like 
you're doing like Star Wars content, you like growing up with your own channel. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So it's like, yeah. it makes sense. But um, anyway, yeah, but that's awesome, Matt, that you sound like super on top of it. You sound like you're way ahead for your years of like, <laughs> awareness of like, you know, moving money around and also like not having the debilitating um, nostalgia and like desire to hold on to sets. You know, we've talked about mm-hmm. that a lot here on this podcast, like how um, it's really important. And it's like, I feel like we are coming to that transition point where we're going to be like, you know, sh- rotating things in and out mm-hmm. because of space and um just finances just doesn't make any sense to to just keep dumping stuff into it like there comes a point where it's time to sell yeah yeah i mean i i I mean lego is just one of those one of those collectible communities where it's just worth so much like i feel like Mm -hmm. uh trading cards sneakers like it's very similar in the fact that you're paying retail but then it's also worth such a tremendous amount of money and you know we can't not Hey, I'm we. I'm not paying rent, but I'm saying like we as a collective, like we can't ignore bills that we have to pay, insurance, you know, claim whatever it is, and also um, just like the mental health of like clutter and overwhelming amount yes. of stuff, and like the amount of time that you can spend just reorganizing and keeping track of your stuff mm-hmm. is like time that you could also be spending on the hobby. And then if you plan on staying in the hobby for a long time and like investing in it and like getting the new sets as they come out something it's got to be one in one out or something along the lines of that like i know that that's very hard that's a very like strict militant thing yeah i feel i feel like i've definitely been been lucky my dad he's he's been in like the banking world for for his Mm -hmm. entire life so he's Mm -hmm. always sort of instilled that you know be financially responsible oh here's Mm -hmm. your allowance you could save that and buy something big after your birthday or something like that um but i've always definitely had that sort of idea of financial responsibility um you know being in the stock market being into crypto and stuff even though none of which is doing phenomenal at the moment no. But, but yeah, being definitely finding ways, finding ways to make your money. It's it's so cliche, but have your money, you know, work for you and make it, yeah. you know, sort of have it grow in the next couple of years or whatever your timeline is. is such an important thing to, I think, keeping your hobby alive, especially yeah. if it's as expensive as Lego. Yeah. So. And you're doing Brickling now too, right? Yeah, I I def I do Brickling more so just to kind of get rid of stuff. Um, I when the pandemic hit, and I think when we were all probably home with absolutely nothing to do, I was just scouring eBay trying to find like good deals, and then sort of quick flip on Bricklink, just like use lots, you know, use lots of minifigures. You would find like one or two gems. Um, Bricklink for me is just something if I don't really want it, and I want to sort of maybe use those funds towards the mock or towards expenses, I'll kind of use it. Um, that's I don't, I don't really like actively sort of selling Bricklink. I mean, I'm sure we all know people who are Bricklink sellers and who do that full time. That's definitely not me, though. That's a lot of time. <laughs> yes, it a is. A lot of yes, time. Yeah. Lot I of don't time. know how that's sustainable, but hey, they make your work. I can't really hate on them for that. I feel like you have to yeah. have like a really huge store to yeah. make it work. Well, like I think that. it's also like a hobby within itself. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? There's like there's like fun, like the organization, the strategy, the packaging, all of it within itself could be like seen as a hobby and stuff oh yeah i always think of it like it's just too dangerous because i'll be using the bricks i'm supposed to be selling <laughs> like i can't I can't control myself like that yeah that's your own supply man yeah I can't. <laughs> if it's that. right there in front of me i'm, I'm dabbling like oh jabo goes through his own collection sometimes right like how do you like yeah. when you when you have a yes. huge like store like that and you want to build a mock like how do you like 
you just pull out of your, I mean, that's a lot of work just to pull well, it's out, like you have to pull out, out. Of, you have to pull out of it then you have to like re-inventory like whatever you just pulled out yeah, but right, then like yeah. he, what he also does though is like what i've noticed is like he justifies like he'll there's like certain pieces and parts and then he'll be like well i can buy this a few of these sets because i can part them out like i can you know there's definitely been certain sets where i was like okay well i'll buy the set because i like the set but i don't really like the figures so i'll sell the figures or the other way around there's a huge market for that because there's it's almost like there's the same amount of people who want just the figures as there are as who just want the sets, which is yeah. kind of cool because yeah. you, you can kind of theoretically trade and only pay like half the amount for both. Yeah. We all know that like this stuff is really expensive. Building mocks are expensive. Building giant mocks are super expensive. <laughs> a couple years ago, something happened that was pretty much a wake up call to this entire community. As to anyone here that just joined in within the past two years, you're probably unfamiliar with this story. Hey, Matt, can you, uh, Give us a little story yeah. time. Yeah, sure. Story time with Brickwiz. Okay. Um, so as we've talked about, I you know, a lot of the main focal point of my channel is the mock build series. Traditionally, what I'll try to do is find a sponsor. Um, not only does this help alleviate the costs on my end, you know, funding the videos and stuff like that, but sometimes it'll also just, you know, give a coupon code or send free product or whatever it is. Something, you know, a sponsorship I look for, something that's beneficial to the to the series and not just a, a cash grab. Um, so two years ago in 2020, I was building uh, a base called an Axis. It was seen in the Clone Wars in the final season, which was amazing. I had this instant just passion to build it. And it came out really nice. I think I finished it in the finale. Did awesome. And definitely um, probably the biggest video on my channel for, for sure. Um, so in the process of that, a couple of months before I started, I, I, was, I, I came across this individual, um, to be honest, I don't even remember his username because he made like three or four different ones. Um, I think it was PRM Studios, whatever it is. The account's gone. The account's gone. Um, but we'll get to that. So he he approached me. He approached me as this very you know likable and very um, affable type person, um, and I definitely fell for it, which which sucked. But basically, he was offering me uh, X amount of money per episode. All I had to do was sponsor and, and give him a shout out for his new page because he made a new page. He said he was a new AFOL. He just retired, stuff like that. He made up a whole story about how he used to work on like an oil rig. And it was it was, it was an elaborate scheme for sure. So a couple of weeks went by. Um, you know, I'll be very honest. He, he promised a, between two to four hundred dollars an episode, which was which was a lot. Um, and, and looking back at it, it was definitely a red flag. But I think I was just so caught up in like, oh, someone thinks so constructively of me and has such a i guess just a drive to support me i'm like holy yeah. crap like yeah why not um so i i took the deal i think maybe like six or seven weeks of the series went by he also this individual sponsored before the series started so i think the only only the first two or three weeks of the series actually had his ad but you know four or five weeks before then he was also sponsoring as well um so a part of our deal was that he would give me this amount of money a week. I would let him know what the money's being spent on. So if he gave me, let's say, $50, I would say, okay, here's a BrickLink order that costs $48.94. This is where the majority of the funds went to. These are pieces I'm using for this. I was very thorough with the money, where he was sending it to me, where it was going, just to avoid any sort of confusion because I'm not the type of guy to you know pull a fast one on you. I'm not going to steal your money for a reason that's not intended. It's basically, long story short, I mean, I you know this is eight weeks of sponsored. so. You can figure that amount of money over eight weeks. And then one day I woke up. Um, I, I will not forget this morning because my heart, my heart dropped to the yeah. bottom of my stomach. I saw in my PayPal account was negative 2,900 and something dollars. And then mm -hmm. I looked back at all the transactions he had done and he had sent the money as a, um, oh my God, what's it called? A, a goods and service. 
Now, for that, what that means is basically PayPal offers seller and buyer protection. So let's say if I buy something from Shy, I pay him through PayPal. And let's say Shy is weird and scams me and doesn't send me a package. I can then open a dispute through PayPal. Then I can get my money back. This yeah. is essentially what this individual decided to do. They made the claim that these purchases were unauthorized. And within one day, my account was down like almost $3,000, which at the time I was a sophomore in college working maybe 15 hours a week. That was that was a lot of money. I think that was probably just about what I have in my savings account at that time. So that that was tough. Um, I really didn't know what to do, but that's sort of basically someone came into my life as a YouTuber, sponsored me, gave me cash, and then all of a sudden blocked me, deleted his accounts, and pulled the rug out. So then I was I was down three thousand dollars. It's it was tough. I don't you see that. Oh man, <laughs> it gives me speechless to think because that's like when I first got into the community. Uh, like around that time and I, I remember seeing those videos and I'm already like I already have trust issues and stuff like mm-hmm. I don't know it's a problem <laughs> but like I seen that and I was like man like that's that's just crazy like to put yourself out there and then you know to trust people mm-hmm. yeah, you just can't trust people I don't know I remember yeah. talking to shy about that stuff it was- yeah it, it, it's tough I mean I'm definitely um I, I mean I know Claire spoke highly of my personality before um I think that might have gassed me up just a little over over dramatically, <laughs> but I, I definitely consider myself more easygoing. I, I, I love talking to people. I love making friends with people. And this was definitely a wake up call. You know, unfortunately, you know, as, as, as positive as I am in the energy I put out and I like to have the people around me sort of vibe the same, not everyone's going to be like that. And that's just a sort of uh, awakening for the world. So that definitely changed yeah. my attitude for sure. Um, I didn't stop with my energy and my attitude. And I think that was so important, but definitely- yeah keeping your circle a little more tight, you know, maybe this sounds weird, but like vetting your circle, if that makes sense, you know, sort of like that is, that was definitely one of the big key, key things I learned from it for sure. You see, yeah. that's, it's not an L if you learn a lesson, right? That's what it mm-hmm. is. Yeah. And trust is definitely earned. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Not given. So that it was a, it was but, a wake up call for a lot of people because this community is, it promotes itself as a very positive environment yeah. that's very welcoming to everybody. And it is for the most part, it is. Yeah. yeah. But also like, are, in your defense, you yeah. were, you were excited. I'm oh, sorry. I yes, to get that, that. Yeah, you know, true. you're like, like, yeah. You said, oh, he's willing to support me. Like this is, this is awesome. Exactly. Yeah. So, it was, it was, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I'm not sure how much you guys know of like this individual and his actual personal beliefs. I'm sure we're all caught up. I won't really get into that too much, but Essentially, what happened was I was live streaming the mock one time, and I had his phone number because that's how we that's how we that's how we communicated. Um, and he decided to FaceTime because this this individual was so just like clout hungry. He wanted to be the face of it. Looking back, and I didn't really think about it now, but I FaceTimed him, so I had a picture of this actual person, and that screenshot would actually come very very handy. You know, after the scam went through, and after I did my own research, and I also. I want to give a huge thanks to the community for sure. Um, specifically, David, Ryan, Jay, a bunch of the, really the, the the big pullers in the community, at least in the Star Wars subsection, because they dropped everything and they helped me out so much. I mean, uh, Jay was down a couple hundred bucks, albeit you know Jay really wasn't too worried about that because it wasn't you know, like a huge sum of money. Um, but but a lot of people helped me out, and that was that was really moving for me for sure. I obviously been in the community for about two years really um and i had i had met these guys a couple of times and we had been talking a lot and you know we were definitely internet friends for sure but i really didn't know the true impact and and the pull that people can have in this community that was that was interesting because obviously a big negative is, is losing all the money which i was you know blessed to to get back through the gofundme from people who wanted to help out 
But through that negative, like like Ninja was just saying, it's not an L if you learn something. I learned just how impactful and strong this community could be, you know, when, when people who truly need it and, and everyone sort of band together. Um, and that was that was an incredible, incredible thing to see. So many people just helping me out, dropping everything they're doing, no matter what they're doing, and either sharing the story, sharing the tweet, liking the video, commenting. Yeah. That was that was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. There was a lot of love. Uh, after that video that you posted and then took down but like uh, yeah. there was a lot of love coming your way it, it it did show although a very scary place a very scary picture of what just happened yeah. uh, of oh, oh we need to like be careful out there on the glass half full optimistic side there's a lot more that outweighed that for the better because yeah. yeah definitely brought a lot of people within not only the star wars community but a lot of people that, that are not even because i don't consider myself star wars community and i I understood what was happening and I, I contributed mm. to that. Yeah, and like, I, I sent out good vibes. Like, but to the second part to that is that you've only met these few people a few times being mm. Ryan and them. Yeah. And they did all this for you to, to help you. And that's the other great thing about this community is that like Claire and I have only met a few times. Ninja and I have only met like a few times in real life IRL, yeah. but like I consider them really close friends of, of mine yeah. in this space. Well, There's not many yeah. people that I trust out here that can just pretty much just say whatever I want and they're not going to just leave me hanging, you know? Yeah, that's that's like the most beautiful thing to come from social media and internet. I mean, obviously, there are, there are faults and there are negatives and, and backdraws to having access to an account for free and, you know, being able to say whatever you want. But I mean, mm-hmm. I if I had a list of like 10 people in my life who I'd, I'd you know, jump in front of a bullet for or or drop what I'm doing and hop on a flight or drive – I'd say probably half of them are are people I've met in this community. So it's 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 tremendous. It, it really is. It's it's life changing. It's a big difference to how life was like ten years ago for like Claire and Ninja and I. Yeah, that, <laughs> that's where the I think yeah the difference comes in. Yeah, I'm like internet. What? It it was crazy. And I actually I guess I guess I'll put this out there. I've never really really talked about this, but going off of the the whole scam situation, there was a period after that where. Um, my family was was genuinely concerned because this person had sent product to use. Um, uh, an, an example was basically for donors who contribute to the mock. Um, if they donate over X amount, I put their sig fig in it. That was pretty much what what we agreed to. Um, so there was a point in time where this individual had a lot of my personal information. Um, yeah. Obviously, I, I I told you know my family about the history of this person. They were the ones who made me take down the video in retrospect, probably a safer thing. At least, you know, if I'm still living with other people, I have to definitely take them into account as well. Yeah. Um, we had you given your, you had given your address out for people to send stuff to. Got it. Okay. No, yeah. so, so, so I didn't um, publicly put it, but because we had worked out a deal with this individual, he was just oh. going to send, he sent me a bunch of pieces. He sent me minifigures and stuff. Um, so he, you know, he had, you know, the, the house address. This is before I, I use the PO box is actually the main reason why I use a PO box now. But mm-hmm. you know, there was there was a time where it was very scary. It was very scary. Um, I know. I remember. Did you file a police report and go through all of that. I didn't um, yeah. because I felt like that would. So my my perception of this person, obviously, I made a, such a big mistake in trusting this person to begin with. But I feel like I have a pretty good sense of getting to know people. Obviously mm-hmm. now more so than before, but mm-hmm. I didn't really get the get the feeling that this person would would sort of continue it. I think he was just. I looked at his history. He had a, um, a history with with the law. Um, basically, nothing violent, but it was just bank scam, scamming people, money, money, money. I think this is just another another quick grab. Um, but you know, going going to the police was definitely an option. 
I chose yeah. not to do it. My family chose not to do it because I thought it would just kind of simmer out and it has. I have not yeah. heard from this individual so, or seen him. So I will, I will. Okay. So I got, I had my like credit card. My I had identity theft. Someone like opened a bunch of credit cards in my name and like really attacked my credit score. Mm-hmm. And um, it dropped my credit score from like almost perfect, almost like, like 800 to basically like four something. Oh my God. And Dang. which is like in this country, that's like one of the most important things like yeah. to be able to do anything is to have a good credit score you can't buy a house can't buy a car can't do anything and at the time i was like in negotiations for this apartment that i'm in now and it was just like very very difficult so um you know luckily i had my like my parents like supported me and like Mm -hmm. you know were able to like back me and stuff but the reality is just like anyway so i filed a police report and i didn't do it because the other person or whoever did it, mm-hmm. I did it for my own protection. So if someone came to see my credit history, if someone came to see any of my stuff, there's like a paper trail showing yeah, that like something happened that was out of your control. And mm-hmm. like, it, so you have to do the same thing. Even if like, if someone steals your license plate in San Francisco, which happens all the time, if you park on the street yes. and they go and put it on a stolen car, you mm-hmm goes back to you it goes back to you yeah. so you have to file a police report to protect yourself mm-hmm. and so i think it's really important that people know that so luckily in your situation it was like just two thousand dollars was it did you get um did you get overdraft fees or anything like that on your account um i think i did get some from from so my bank account but i have, i did, I did wave them on yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. So like when stuff like that happens, like a police report is essentially like your receipt saying like, yeah, yeah, this, this was not right. So I'm just saying like, involving the police is not like this big thing that people get really because it's mm-hmm. like, it's kind of seems like kind of fearful, but yeah. it's a paper trail. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, if you frame it that way, then it's luckily, this, it's like a safety in, net too. yeah, luckily in this situation, you probably didn't need it. But just in case anything like this ever happens again, because it does happen, like it's okay to do that. And it's literally, you go to the station, you file a piece of paper Mm. and that's it. And they give you a receipt for it. It's not like they don't interview you. They don't like interview your family. It's nothing like that. You know, that's what I used to think. Yeah. I'm being in the interrogation room. (laughs) Ask me all these questions. It was I'm sure you've learned so much from this experience, but like, Mm. it's really important that you protect yourself in this country and like this country is great and wonderful but we also have like systems set up to sue other people to defame other people to do and so it's really important that you protect yourself and your assets which includes getting a p.o box you know like that's really good that you have that now and not sharing your address and um you know not just, just, you know, being careful of like where you take photos and, you know, how you film yourself and stuff like that. So, and how you portray yourself on the internet. Like if you want to be, let's say Matt, let's say like you don't want to do Lego and after college you want to become a teacher, like someone can come and like look at your content and luckily you've done nothing wrong. Yeah. But if you did for some reason, you know what I mean? Like people are just crazy. Anyway, you seem to have a very good grasp on this and I I don't (laughs) need to be like talking at you, but it's just like, it's very frustrating to hear that that happened. It didn't need to happen. Do you know what I mean? And like, I'm yeah. sure you were like so frustrated. You were like, I, I should have known better. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure you were like, God, I'm so much more than this. I'm so like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, And you're like all for like a 
Lego mock, you know what I mean? And like, <laughs> wow. yeah. Yeah, I was like, of all the things I get scammed for in my life, yeah. Lego is not one of them. But <laughs> yeah. that's, it, it, that's, that's amazing advice. And, and yeah. it's definitely something I heavily considered at the time. I think mm-hmm. it was definitely emotionally driven because I don't yeah. know if you guys saw the, the follow up video. Um, so yeah. there was like the main video, the exposed video. Um, and then I was made to take that down by my parents. Probably the right move. Um, yeah. I was, yeah, that, I, it was, I was, it was. Good job. I, I was. It was a good video. Was, but I was. I was very distraught. I mean, to be honest with you, because I yeah. spent so much time. I mean, there was a, a group chat of some of my closest friends, and we were just FBI, CIAing this guy, like finding everything we could, and just to make it all one video so everyone knows that video had to be taken down. And good. I felt. Yeah. I felt like I had the need to explain it because I think literally like a minute after I took it down, I got so many DMs like, "Oh my god! Like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Did you private it?" Um, so I made a video after that and definitely wasn't a video I should have made for sure, but it was basically me breaking down, just saying mm-hmm. like, why is this going on? I was forced out to make the video. I want to move on, blah, blah, blah. So I think a part of the reason why maybe mentally I didn't want to go through with the police report was a, because I really didn't think it'd be that easy. And then two, I just wanted to, to get over it and move on. Just but, get over it and move on. Yeah. You just, you yeah. just got to see it as like filing a piece of paper. And I think yeah. it's really important that your family made you take down that video because the right. risk that you're setting yourself up, not just like from someone coming to your home, that's one thing. Yeah. But a bigger thing, a bigger thing is that <clears throat> you open yourself up for slander, defamation, yeah. lawsuits that cost a lot more than $3,000 yeah, will attack that, you. And the fact yep. that you live in your parents' home, them themselves, and there's no way, like it, it'll, your, your family's finances are at risk. That's, that, so, that's exactly why we didn't go yeah. down that road. Yeah, that was, that was a big discussion I had with my parents and they said, yeah. you know, I don't really think, you know, and this was, this discussion was after the GoFundMe went through. So thankfully yeah. I was, I had recovered completely and they mm-hmm. were just like, you know, best case scenario, you have a paper trail and, and you're safe from that type of stuff. But, you know, let's say this guy sues me for defamation in, in a civil suit or something like that. And yeah. all of a sudden I have to pay for my own legal fees, you know, my parents yeah. and all that to be involved. Yeah. And, you know, that's, it's just, it's a lot, but yeah. situations. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because what a yeah. life lesson for your younger twenties. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely a wake up call. But I'm I'm, I'm happy I, I learned it while I you know, didn't have too many expenses at hand, you know, rather yeah. than when I'm 30 or 40 and I have to pay for for things. So I'm yeah. sorry, Matt. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. Forgot it how really, many. It really stinks, <laughs> though. It's like it's not it's not fair. Like no. Yeah, like you, you definitely seem like very with it and stuff, which is very cool. And you know, like especially because you do have a younger audience, it is obviously like you know good for you to like you know. I mean, obviously, I'm, it's uh, like they learned a lesson with you. Also, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's it, good. It, everyone learned a lesson in that video. I don't think like yeah. there was one person I was just like, eh. like you had a pretty <laughs> engaged video. You, mm-hmm, you had a pretty mm-hmm. engaged storyline. But yeah, your friends pushing it out there, so it, it was out there, and you got mm-hmm. a lot of support for it. So yeah, for you know, sure. it, it wasn't. It didn't go on deaf ears, and there was something yeah. to be learned from this. So it was, mm-hmm. you know, it, not to say and, it needed to happen, but it was a good wake up call. Yeah, yeah and for, the fact for that everyone. it didn't stop you. you and yeah, going. you push forward, and you you've moved yeah. on. And you're in a better spot now. Rose above. Right? Yeah, that that was tough. I mean, if I if I hadn't been able to recoup the funds, that would have been a really hard conversation with myself mentally. If I really wanted to keep going, yeah. um, but thankfully, you know, I didn't have to cross that road. And the the support after that, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was tremendous. It, it helped me go so much. So. Yeah, things happen for a reason, for sure. I'm happy it happened because I think I'm better off now than before, for sure. Oh yeah, most deaf. Which you know, being in younger twenties, you have a lot going on, right? (laughs) 
Nice yeah, segue. yeah. I, I mean, that's that way. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's a great segue. You know me. I mean, partying everywhere, Instagram, all. No, twenty-four hour party. Right. Charity. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, what is life like for a younger twenty-year-old in the Lego community <laughs> outside of? Because look, there's, there's a certain point where you know, the younger twenties, you're kind of known for just partying up and living your best days. Because you know, when you're twenty-five, yeah. your body starts to break down. Oh, that that also that? subjective, by the way. Your best days, you know, it's yeah, like yeah, it's, it's very subjective. Yeah. yeah, we're not saying that's not how you should be spending your time. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, like it's like. Oh no, I am. Yeah. yeah, you're usually like either like messing stuff up in school mm. or messing stuff up in school. You know, it's like it's usually I was like stuff up in my younger twenties. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, I was not. Yeah, I mean, you were wrong. It's honestly not as exciting as as people think. It, it's funny you you mentioned this now and then before we started. You were like, you know, like what are you up to? I always I always thought of you in this regard mm-hmm. um, because some of the friends that I have today, obviously mm-hmm. when I first met them, I hadn't known of them, and and some of them even t- tell me to this day, like I really didn't want to talk to you. You were you know a little bit of a bigger presence, I mm-hmm. guess physically or, or mentally or whatever it was, um, and they were like scared like to talk to me. And these are my friends right now that I love to death, and it's. It, it's 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 funny because I don't think I'm uh, nearly as scary as some people think. No, um, you're very warm. You're very warm. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't. I, I again, I, I like I love I love meeting people and talking to people. But mm-hmm. I mean, to be honest, I, I've always been a person who I'm not going to do things just because I should be doing them. Um, so, for example, you know, I'm not going to be drinking when I'm 12 because it's it's fun. I definitely don't <laughs> advise anyone to do that. Um, <laughs> if you did. All the power to you. You probably had a lot of fun too. But no, um, twelve. Yeah, it's that would be a little early. But chicken sodas, it, yeah. exactly. Mountain Dew, all that yeah, kind of stuff. But yeah. yeah, I mean, honestly, it, it's not that exciting. Um, I've mm-hmm. I've taken you know high school and college years to kind of try to figure out what I want to do, as I'm sure mm-hmm. everyone does. And honestly, to this day, I have no idea what I'll be doing in two years. I have no idea if I'll be broke. I have no idea if I'll be moving out or, or living in my parents' house again. But a lot of my time is sort of I, I like being to myself for sure. I'm definitely more like introverted than extrovert. I'm not mm-hmm. the guy who's going to parties, um, you know, mm-hmm. wearing the newest heat and, and talking to talking to a bunch of people. I don't even know what that them. means. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not like a hype beast or anything like that with like shoes and apparel or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say for me, it, it's def- I find the value in my years right now with finding people who who I enjoy being with. Who are uh, who have a similar like-minded you know sort of space mm-hmm. to, in their head and that's what they want to do, and then I think from there on, once you have that, I think that that's what gets you going. But yeah, I'm, I'm not really the the type of guy mm-hmm. to be to be going out on you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and and even maybe Monday nights for sure. Um, Party yeah, till six a.m. No? Yeah, right. I dude, I'm in bed by like ten thirty, eleven. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm gassed out. I'm so tired. Nice. But I think I think the Lego space has. There's a lot of that. There's a lot of like our friends that are like, you know, around your age that are the Mm -hmm. same thing. And it's like, it's really cool that there's like a safe space for that because the reality is, is like the social pressure to do that stuff is Mm -hmm. incredibly overwhelming. Like to meet a a partner or to even meet friends and stuff like that. You're like, Oh, well I feel really awkward. Oh, I guess I'll just take a drink. And it's like, and then it's like, usually most people are fine and they can like handle it. But a lot of people like might have spiral. Yeah. Downward spiral might yeah, have addiction in their genetics that they don't really realize, and then they like fail out of college, and they they might never have done that if they weren't in that environment. And so, I think like it's really cool that we have this space, this Lego space. Like, I think mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, like I don't regret any of my experiences and things like that. Like, I definitely went 
you know, I learned a lot or whatnot, but I don't think I would have, I think I would have appreciated this space in oh, that, yeah. at your age. You know what I mean? Yeah, I absolutely. Been, yeah. It would have been like a nice place to come to, especially yeah. like it's so my freshman year of college. I was incredibly homesick and mm-hmm. every weekend I would like draw or like take a bus to basically like any of my friends from high school that were within you know, a couple hours of me. Mm -hmm. Um, and like, which was like New York and Philly. So I had a lot of access to that, which was really great. So I got to see those cities a lot, which was super fun. Mm -hmm. But then like, I didn't really like engross myself in my university setting until I started like being like, okay, I guess I'll start partying. And then it became a lot easier. And then I found a group of friends and they're still great. I'm still, I'm still really good friends with them, but a lot of them still party like that. Yeah. Yeah a long time later and like we I don't and I stopped years ago and it's really interesting a lot of my friends in California stopped before a lot of other friends be- and it was mostly like health driven too mm-hmm. um and it's also like we have really good <laughs> weather here so it's like easier to like not oh, drink and stuff when you can like be outside and like do mm-hmm. other stuff and it's not cold and you're not you know so that was like a big part of it but I I just I genuinely think that like it would, the Lego space would have been like a respite. You know what I mean? Like, especially like during those lonely times, like to know mm-hmm. that the space was here. And so I think a lot of people who go into their dark ages, like you don't have to be gone completely. You can still have the space like at arm's length, which would be really cool. You know, I mean, like, I think it's harder when you like are on, in, on campus and like totally immersed, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm sure there's like a way to do it. Yeah. I, I, I commuted. I mean, I live in, I live in Jersey. I went to Rutgers. I don't know if any of you guys have heard. It's just a pretty I went to Lehigh. That's oh, did you really? Party. Yeah, that's where I went for undergrad, which is a very big party school. So, wow. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I went to Rutgers. I commuted. Um, I honestly, it was either take out a bunch of loans and owe a lot of money or if mm-hmm. I could just stay at home and, and do that. Mm-hmm. So I've always been really content with not fully investing myself into the campus life. I mean, I still had friends I met through classes. We still go hang out and, and do stuff all the time. College for mm-hmm. me was definitely more of like we're going to throw a bunch of things at you and we're going to kind of see what works and what you are driven to. So mm-hmm. that was, that was definitely my, my purpose in college for sure. Um, but I, I think being, being in the early twenties, being this young and, and the community definitely has its advantages for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, you're able to bring, and there's obviously outliers to this, but I think you're, you're able to bring a, a different and unique perspective for sure, mm-hmm. when it comes to maybe how you're creating content, this is a great example. I mean, if you look at uh, you know some of the maybe more solidified AFALs who have been here, who have been in lugs and you know built like big cities and stuff like that, you know their content. While I, I love it, and it's not for me particularly, mm-hmm. but I think that stuff can kind of maybe get repetitive and boring. But if you're bringing mm-hmm. someone who is younger, who is sort of staying in tune with Instagram, IGTV, TikTok, stuff like mm-hmm. that, and you're bringing new things into the community i think that's just another opportunity for you to grow so i think being being a younger person is definitely fun there's more energy i feel like you just have a lot more in you to maybe make like more exciting vlogs or a different style to review or something like that i think if you look at a lot of the the younger audience i'm sorry the younger creators who who are pretty solidified i think each of them brings something very differently unique which is which is always exciting yeah, I I definitely agree with that. What Mr. Beast is twenty two years old. Come on, bro. Mr. Beast is killing it. But yeah, you're you're right. A lot of the youngsters definitely have something to to provide here. And I wish I found this community in my younger twenties. Mm. Like I, my younger twenties were felt like surrounded by 
danger. <laughs> not just the military, <laughs> but not just the Marine Corps in war. I'm talking about like the biker me. world too, when my club first mm-hmm. started and we're dealing with really heavy hitters to prove ourselves. But not only that, going to college, like I commuted to, I commuted to, so I'd fall asleep on my motorcycle because I wouldn't sleep at all because I was oh, full time too. So like that, and I was also single, like my wife and I weren't together at that time. Mm-hmm. We split. So oh, like even more dangerous. Yeah. So yeah. I was, I partied hard. <laughs> I don't, really remember much from <laughs> 20, part, yes. three, 22 to like 25. Somewhere in there, I, I graduated with a degree. I, like, I don't even know how that was possible, but like, you made it, right? That's I, all I that matters in the end. I, I, you know, I didn't die <laughs> in multiple places. I should have. Um, and now I'm at the point where I felt like I kind of wasted a lot of that. Yeah. And I, I wished, I wished I was more, I mean, I was headstrong, but like, I, I wish I had more, like, not like how, how to say it without like really destroying what I've accomplished. But like, I'm, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> more head on my shoulders, like you have, like right now. Like, I wasn't yeah. thinking like that. I was more, dude, I came back from Iraq when I was 18 and I had like 55 grand in my pocket in seven months. Mm-hmm. I blew it all up. i wish i never like i was dumb like i'm i was dumb (laughs) yeah it's it's a life lesson right yeah yeah the second time i knew that (laughs) yeah it's so interesting because i i don't know i don't know how you guys feel about this and i guess this is one of my questions for you but i would have never imagined me being involved in a community like this like if you were to ask me when i was in middle school and high school like not really i mean if you ask any of my friends that knew me when i was in high school or even college like i was I was always definitely like maybe a little more like mature in terms of just how I thought and how I acted for sure. Mm -hmm. Like I wasn't, you know, doing crazy stuff in the bathrooms or doing crazy pranks or pissing off teachers or whatever. Like that's just, that just wasn't me. Yeah. Um, I wasn't like, I wasn't like that either though. Yeah. I was was like, I did some stupid stuff, but not really, but like, I was like really academically like focused. Like my parents Mm -hmm. were really serious. They like, my, my parents were like the type of parents that like did my homework with me and they like checked it all the time. And like, you know, I was like taking calculus at 16 and stuff like that. So like, I was very like that. And then, but I had sports, which was like a big, big thing. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, like that, like really, like, it was like somewhere to be. And like, honestly, like you're doing sports until like nine, 10 o'clock at night. And then it's like yep. then you have to do your homework. So it's like, you don't have like time to do other stuff. And then when your mm-hmm. parents like crawled up your butt to do your homework, then like, that's, that's you like, funny. you just do it, you know? And it's yeah. like, and I, I mean, obviously there's plenty of people that don't do it, but like, I don't know. I definitely liked it. And like, for me, it was like, I remember my dad was like, was like, I'll pay for you to go to college. If you go to like, if you get into one of these schools and Mm -hmm. it was like a book that was like top 30 schools in the United States. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Like, and just like the fear of that, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like very, yeah, there's a lot of pressure being an only child is, you know, an experience. Um, and so like, yeah, it, so, but like when I got to college though, because like I had so much freedom, mm-hmm. um, it was a lot. Like I didn't, like my parents helped me so much in high school that it was like, I was like, oh, okay, wait, I have to be, I can like be social. I, and I can like do my homework and I can do whatever <laughs> yeah. I want. I was like, oh my God. And, like, right. <laughs> and I can come home at six o'clock in the morning. No one hounded me. Yeah. Yeah. But my, my mom was like, I can't do that now. My mom was always like, you're going to get raped, you're going to get raped, you're going to get raped. And so like, and she was like, so she was like, uh, she was, yeah, she was, she was very like, 
be scared of the dark for a while. Mm-hmm. I wasn't really, but you know what I mean? She was like very thoughtful about that, which is great. She communicated really effectively. Yeah. Um, I, I love, I love the fact that you brought up sports because yeah. that is such a big contributor to, to how, why I, at least why I think mentally I've been able to meet so many people and, and, you know, be confident when I'm having conversations and stuff like I'm sure you guys have, have, have come across this. I mean, the Lego community, obviously there's definitely a little bit of a stigma, uh, yeah, there's a that. lot of big dorks back yeah so like dorks. you know if, if you look at the average like you know joe or jane in in the lego community they might not necessarily be the most out there they might not be able to have eye contact with you or shake your hand or hold a conversation yeah. um and i think what i think with all of us here that's such a big reason of why we have the platforms that we do and sports is one thousand percent the reason why i mean i i, I was never the guy again going out you know i didn't really hang out with too many kids but being thrown to sports and especially some of the competitive stuff with baseball, as soon as I went from middle school and high school, um, that that was such a game changer because I, I had no other option but to make myself affable and, you know, sort of try to be a, a leader in scenarios. And that's such a big reason why I think all of us probably share successes, even if it's not sports. I'm sure there's something before you maybe started making videos, before you met people here that you can right. point to and you can be like, this experience is unique to me and why I have the following that I do in the community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just, yeah, exactly. Experience and exposure, I think yeah. is something. Um, it's interesting. So like that you say that because that you like kind of reference yourself as a leader, because I remember very distinctly, obviously you're incredibly involved in your look, but mm-hmm. at Brick World, um, you were constantly surrounded by a ton of people and you were <laughs> yelling them. and circumstantially you're taller than the majority of them, but still, so it's yeah. like really funny. And it's like, so you were like, kind of like, you know, it's like, you're a little, like there's a lot of like ringleader energy, like coming from that at convention. Yeah. And I, I always get so mad because I, I mean, like my parents say this all the time, but I'm just like, oh, you're my parents. You're just gassing me up and trying to give me confidence. Um, but I think like in, in like legitimately, like not joking, the most humble way possible, I pride myself in being able to sort of get others to to work towards something. And like you said, with with Empire Lug, it's a group that we started in 2018. And I definitely am one of the people who do the most for it, for sure, and contribute a lot. And I, I love the fact that I've been able to make so many relationships just because i and and like I, again I, I feel like such a such a prick saying this but like the much like some of my friends like they just they're little, I like like we gravitate towards you and stuff and i think that's just like a blessing that i have and i know not everyone has that but it's it's such a it's such a helpful tool if you use it the right way and you could just make so many new friends and and family members honestly from it so no i love it i'm with you like what yeah. do you like everyone was like oh what was the best part about like your trip to florida for your birthday i was like oh all my friends were in one space it was like yeah. you know i love bringing people together it's like so much fun it's so special and and then, like, I told my dad, and he's very much like me because he was there. Like, the trip was supposed to be just like me, Sands, and my dad. Like, that mm. was the trip. And then I was like, mm. and then like, <laughs> they're like, we're actually going to be there. And then they're like, let's shift our trip around so we could be there at the same time. And then, you know, we knew we were going to see Ryan, but mm. then like it was like, you know, and so a lot of other people came, which was like so much more fun. Yeah. And then, I, anyway, I told my dad, and my and I was like, Dad, is it cool? Like, F- I know I didn't even ask him. I like know my dad for a while. You're awesome. I was like, yeah, I was like, FYI, like, there's going to be like 18 more people that are showing up. <laughs> Sounds good. And he like didn't even flinch. Like, my dad has like a massive house, like oversized for himself. My dad doesn't have, he doesn't like stuff. He doesn't have, I mean, he has stuff, but it's just like, it, whatever. He doesn't, he's not really into like things. He doesn't, yeah. 
he has a huge house just so he can host his Yeah, he, he's like a, like simple. He likes to have people over. And so it was very much like, like he grew up in the middle of Cairo with like the door open and like people coming in and out all the time with like mm-hmm. his family and stuff. So like for him, like bringing like the food, host. Yeah, very much so. And that like definitely transitioned to me for sure. <laughs> nice. <clears throat> Shout out to Joe, man. Good dude. We really like your dad, Claire. <laughs> <laughs> me, me too. Me too, Shy. I really like my dad. <laughs> But yeah, so we all got to know Joe a little bit. Um, yeah, he knows a lot of people now, and he gets why we do this. That's the best part. I know. Nice. Yeah, he left. He's like, I know. I get what you and Sans do. Um, it makes sense. Like, I, he's like, before I like didn't know what you guys were doing, but I get it. You have a community. He's like, my dad said. He's like, you have a community. You guys like don't party. You don't do drugs. You don't drink. Like, yeah. you just like, hang out together, and yep. you have like intense camaraderie, like based on this thing that you like, even though you don't talk about it the whole time. So that was like really special. Also, he's in a just too good video. I just want to say, my dad is in a just too good video and MNR hey. and. and Holly on, I think all of them in the same week, he just like got a boom, wow. boom, 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 boom. He doesn't even know it. He doesn't, he could start a, a Lego channel and doesn't even know it. There are so many people who would kill for that spot to get any one of their videos, really. <laughs> <laughs> My dad, I can't even get him on Instagram. It's so funny. And then, like, he's on YouTube, but he's only subscribed to me. So he doesn't know how to go to my channel. So he just sees, like, what I've done recently. <laughs> Very cute. He's like, I watched the video of you guys. Go to Target. I don't. Why do you post that on the internet? <laughs> Did he see himself in any of those videos? Did you show any of them? Maybe he's just like I don't know. I like I should show him. I should show him. He's not gonna know. He's not gonna have any concept of what that means. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's like a family video. <laughs> oh yeah, he'll he'll enjoy those. Yeah, yeah. No, he liked your he liked your trailer shy. But anyway, yeah, Matt like. If, are you going to be doing that same like vibe? Are you going to be like at, in Chicago? Are you also getting rebel leg together and like having like rebel leg dinners and like doing your whole whole thing? Um, yeah, I mean, definitely the the guys over at Empire Leg are are super are super cool. Um, Is it Empire Leg or Rebel yeah. Leg? Yeah, everyone always gets it confused. So Rebel Lug was like the first group to do it for sure. I don't um, know. It's Star Wars it's, and it's a bunch just, of dorky guys. Like exactly. can you just, just, just wow. say it's canceled. Like, Thanks, Claire. Um sorry, yeah, no, it's 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 gonna you need be that community, I, Claire. It's it's gonna be different because like Chicago has not happened in three years. When we're all at Brickwood oh, Chicago, three years ago was when the last event was. And Chicago was my first event as well. So mm-hmm. I feel a little bit like, you know, sort of like I need to make sure everyone is, is doing their thing but it, it'll be similar i think the lug has some pretty fun stuff planned um but like the most important thing and something that we always stress within the group which i think sets us apart from a lot of other groups is just having fun i mean when it comes down to it when it boils down to it we, we want to you know we don't want to be on top of you for making the best mock or having the best equipment or whatever it is like we want to facilitate an experience that you guys will remember um, and something that will sort of carry with you. And we hope to inspire that both within Lego and beyond. Um, so obviously be, being, a, being a big part of that crew, you know, and even, mm-hmm. and, and like you guys know, just as simple as going out to eat, like I'm sure you guys did in Disney yeah. or whatever it was going shopping together, like as simple yeah. as it sounds, it's, it's, such a, core, it's yeah. such a core part of the experience. And that's, yeah. I strive so hard for that um, because I, Quick, quick side story. Um, in 2018, so Brickwood Chicago, 2018 was my first event. Um, I was not associated with the lug, um, Rebel Lug, which was again that that first Star Wars lug. They invited me out to display my crate, which was awesome because at the time I was like, oh my god, Rebel Lugs, this this premier group. You know, I've seen them from from Ryan's vlogs and I know Danny and all these guys. So they were, you know, they were they were like the the dudes at the time for sure. Um, 
I was definitely a little taken back, and that's no shade at the group at all. I, I love I love Danny. I love I love all the guys over there, but it wasn't as inclusive as I was hoping. Um, and you know, I'm not. I wasn't looking for like hold my hand throughout the entire time and give me gifts and shower me in praise. Um, but it definitely wasn't inclusive, and I was like, I, I don't really know how I, how I feel about that. So that was that was a big reason why we started Empire Look um, because you know we wanted to facilitate that experience in a way that I sort of envisioned. Um, and I, I, and for those of you who were at Brick Fair, I think, you know, you saw that there was, was, it was a nice little sense of group and family and belonging at the Empire Look table. And that's, that's the most important for sure. Well, you guys were also like kind of front and center. And then it was yeah. like, it just felt like, it felt like the robotics team had like, we're just having the best time of their lives. And I mean, <laughs> in the nicest way possible. Yeah, it, was like, it was cool. I mean, like, I definitely like. Like Sans like loves to talk to absolutely everyone and he's like super um you never guess it, but he's like very extroverted when it comes to like especially in Lego convention environments mm-hmm. and he's like running around left and right. Yep. And I'm just kinda like super slow-mo energy, like hanging mm-hmm. out behind. But it was it was you guys were very you guys were very sweet to me, which was like really nice. Cause like dude, and I've said this before, like I actually like I really enjoy the conventions, but I feel incredibly out of place. Mm. and because like first of all there's like not a lot of people my age there's not a lot of women my age there's not a lot of um people who've had the same social dynamics that are Mm -hmm. that are you know that i've experienced and so like it is very much like a it is a little bit different for me but you guys were always like really sweet particularly you're like you know there's snacks you can have water like Mm. you know you were definitely playing host in like (laughs) gigantic like massive convention yeah I was like, this is my home. And like, yeah, exactly. I, like, I, I always tell everyone, even like everyone, shy and ninja, like if you guys are ever around an Empire Look booth, you don't even ever need to ask. You could just come right behind, take food, take drinks, whatever it is. Like that's, that's just how I, I've, I've all, I've just Sweet. always had this, like, like if you're I'm my friends and family, like I'm going to do everything my I can, and, like, you know, to, to make it a fun experience. And that's just the, the very core foundation of that group. And that's something I will, I will always try to uphold as, as much as I can, but, but conventions, yeah. that's, that's a good point because it is tough because I feel like you're either the younger, again, maybe like the out of high school or like the young twenties who have the lug, who do the vlogs and stuff, or you're the 50 year old a falls who love trains and sometimes don't <laughs> smell the greatest. We have a, we have a role at our, our table, me particularly, cause I, my nose is very sensitive. And I said to anyone, if you, if you don't wear deodorant, if you don't have any sort of body odor mask, I'm literally going to kick you out. Because- I don't know. There's a lot of like teenage boy vibe, like happening for Empire Leg. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. it's, a, it's a scene for sure. There's yeah. definitely like, yeah, which is, it's not a bad thing. It just is, exactly. it is there. It it's is a self improvement rule. It, it is, it is, it definitely is what it is, but also like the guy, the, the most of the guys at the Empire Leg table, they they might give you like this high school or college clicky vibe, yeah. But like no one's like that. Everyone. No, like, no, no, no. Oh, everyone is so nice. nice. Everyone is so so nice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone I've met is a, as a nerd. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm not. Like, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to be here like being like I'm cool. Like that's never <laughs> mm-hmm. been the case. That's been always like I'm very aware of that. But it's very much like I don't know if it's the it's probably the age differential and like the social social norms like. Um, but I don't know. I'm curious. I want to like, kind of, I want to like, we got to get Lauren back on here one day and like ask her post, post, uh, post convention, what she thinks. Cause she's, she's like, her and I are very similar in terms of like demographic and stuff. And so I'm curious mm-hmm. how she feels about it too. But yeah, I mean, look, conventions are the best and we look, I like, I look forward to them 
you know, I've gone to one and I loved it mm-hmm. and I look forward to it every year, but it's definitely, I, it's not enough for me. Like it's not enough to see my like Lego friends in just those environments. Like there needs to be more more trips or, you know what I mean? I want, like, I want more. I want to hang out with my friends. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Ab- absolutely. I mean, it's, I've been fortunate to where I know I don't have too many people who are involved in Lego who are my friends in the community, like locally mm-hmm. around me. Like, I mean, you said before the, the recording, David's probably the closest. He's like five yeah. or six hours, which that's, it's not super close. Um, mm-hmm. So it definitely takes a lot, but you know, yeah. being close, being within driving distance of Virginia definitely helps me sort of just get mm-hmm. going for sure. But I think a lot of, you know, the, for, for anyone's sort of friendship and relationship to go beyond just the community, I think you guys have to like meet up and hang out and, and spend time mm-hmm. with each other. And then that, and that, that sort of group that you maybe saw me particularly around Claire, I think like, those are usually like, those are the guys, like those are, those are your five guys. Those are your buddies. Exactly. Yeah, no, you could tell. You there was it wasn't like you, you could tell you've met multiple times. You talk all the time. You guys yeah. have a rapport, and like that's it's so cool. And and that's the cool thing about all those conventions, though. It's like a lot of people have that, right? It's like different mm-hmm. cliques, different clubs, even like the old school like train train energy. It's got that. Like these people have been around. They've got their own language, man. It's like it's something different entirely, yeah. and it's cool. It's it's a lot of fun, but. Anyway, this is getting me hyped for Chicago. I'm so excited. Like, Shai just booked it. Josh just booked it. You're all booked. Yeah. Everyone's booked. Ninja, it's, you got to think about coming. Ninja, you got to come, dude. One of these, dude. Questionable. No. Yeah, I have to. One day. <laughs> one day. One day. One day. One day. I have to set it up. Yeah. I'm very bad at planning things. It's <laughs> definitely one of the, It's definitely – yeah, it's definitely – it's one, It's a hard thing to be bad at planning for sure. Yeah. 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 But – And then know. the four-ticket thing that Shai was talking about. Yeah, that's really rough. Yeah, yeah like, that's the hard part. That, that, yeah. That's how I was able to go was because I was planning doing two different conventions at the same time. I'm like, I don't know if I can do both. Really want to go to Chicago, but like, I was like, let me just make it a family trip. So that's the reason why I'm doing it. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, yeah, that it'll happen. It'll happen for sure. Yeah, you got to get multiple parties like on board. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Finding 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 roomies is definitely making it a lot easier for costs for for conventions <laughs> for sure. But I always say for, for for anyone who always asks me, like, oh, you know, like, which convention should I go to? Uh, you know, should I even go? I, I think it's something you should always experience once. And mm-hmm. I actually I want to follow up with you guys because I know Clay's been at Virginia. Shire Ninja, have you guys been to Brick Fair, Virginia at all? Not Virginia. Nah. Okay. So maybe, mainly then, Claire, I want to, I'm interested to know after Chicago if you feel yeah. like there's like this What's fundamental difference. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not even like which one's better or worse, but like for me personally, having been there a handful of times, mm-hmm. I feel like there's just such a difference between the atmosphere and the event that's run between Chicago and Virginia. So I'll be interested to hear what you think about that. Okay, cool. You, you know, know I'm, excited. I'm excited. I'm interested also because I've been kind of like on the fence of the same thing. Like, what's the best show? Because we went to Brickfest mm-hmm. live in in Pasadena, which it was cool, but I felt like it wasn't what i was ex- what i was expecting you know like yeah, yeah. after Brick seeing Fest, virginia and yeah breakfasts are not i mean if if it depends on what you're looking for i mean if like yeah if you went with like kids like shy if you went with his kids to breakfast i think he would get a lot more out of that than when well, that's what ninja t- ninja yeah, t- yeah. Well, yeah yeah oh, oh okay gotcha gotcha well man yeah, yeah I, I have gotcha. pageant you didn't know oh okay that. yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I which, mean, which made it. Yeah, that's what Virgin- made it cool. You know, Virginia and Chicago are, are definitely unique, and I always say you should at least go to one just to just to see what it's like, just to see everyone. Because I mean, if you're if you're involved in the YouTube space, a lot of creators always go there. Um, right. So you're, you're definitely bound to meet people that maybe you've you've watched or that you've talked with online. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
And that's essentially the draw for those types of conventions more so than because there are other large ones out there. Like, for example, yeah. Bricks LA is a big one out here. Right. But there's not a lot of YouTube here. So yeah. and it's very clicky amongst amongst the AFOLs yeah, out so here. Like, so it's not yeah, it's relatively the same. Like it's I would say looking at videos in the past and looking at the ones that like in the East Coast or Midwest, it's comparable as far as size. But mm-hmm. there's no there's no one that you would specifically notice. Uh because obviously it's not also showcased either on YouTube. Because no one yeah. goes. No one goes. Yeah. You know what I mean, so there's, really a, there's a big very much like an eight ball vibe. I feel like Bricks Cascade is getting some leverage. I feel like there are creators oh, that go out yeah, there. Yeah, and true. Um, uh, our friend Joey, like Lego Joey on Instagram, he's like a really cool mock builder. He um he was at Virginia and he he really liked it, but he said that Bricks Cascade he thought was better. <laughs> and I don't know. I he probably meant from like the perspective of like mocks and you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know. I'm really curious though, because I think he's gonna be in Chicago too. Yeah, um, I think um, for for me personally, as much as I love Lego and seeing all the creations, I mean, 98 percent of the reason why I go is just to go see everyone again. Oh yeah, um, it's the people for sure. Yeah, I mean, there are definitely people who go for for the mocks and seeing fun stuff and maybe like recording a tour video mm-hmm. or whatever it may be. But I think the the big thing that keeps me coming back is obviously just just seeing my friends and, and mm-hmm. hang out with them and, and, you know, spending quality time. So that's, mm-hmm. that's always the most important for me. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's almost like a family reunion type thing. It yeah. Feels as yeah. yeah. It feels like that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Especially no for people that you don't like live in the same state or something like that. Yep. Yeah. So. That you don't get to see all the time. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah so. for sure. For those of you watching, we lost shy. <laughs> shy is disappeared. Am I Oh, dude, I didn't even realize. Oh, my God. I'm so dad, life. dad life right there. Dad life, yeah. I've, I've always been wanting to get into those big Brick Mania kits, but I just, I can't. You have the right what? person here to talk to about what? it. <laughs> Sorry, I've what? Sorry, I, I was saying I always wanted to get into some of, like, the the Air Force stuff from Brick Mania, just, like, fighters and stuff, but I don't know if I could I could get that price going for me because I could oh, put those... that towards, like, the mock. And stuff. There you go. Oh, I mean, yeah, you have right. the funds to do it. It's just, That's, uh, yeah. That's <laughs> it's just true. The, let me just buy one to, to <laughs> do it. They do sell instructions and the XML files, so just go that way. It's yeah, cool. yeah. That might Seems be like a lot of gray breaks, too. Yeah. Yeah, you probably have all the pieces to do it anyways because it, it is all light bluish and dark bluish gray. Yes. Yeah. Star Wars? It's a, lot, a, lot of, it's a lot of gray. A lot of gray over there. Every every Star Wars mock ever. Gray, gray, gray. It's like half your collection all gray. Yeah, like literally, I think the majority of it is gray. It, it's so annoying because oh my god. So the the Anaxis mock I made, it's it's basically just gray. It's like dark gray and then light gray. So it's a little bit a little bit of fun stuff. <laughs> But then, like, I think I posted it on Facebook in this Facebook group just to sort of, like, just put it out there. And then this this one dude, it was so annoying. He just, like, commented the most, like, narcissistic, condescending thing. He's like, oh, sick gray block. And it was just, I'm like, you're going to, you're really going to do that to me after spending eight months on this? You're just going to be, like, sick, cool, gray thing? Like, <laughs> isn't that, like, the attack to all Star Wars Lego? Yeah, is that yeah. a gray? Like, yeah, I feel, like, I feel yeah. like that's been done before. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, there's a better. Di- I feel like there is a better disc out there. It is. Fair. If you guys have one, leave it in the comments. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, uh, is I think that's enough. <laughs> we pretty much hit never all enough. the points. We uh, I think we killed it. I think we killed it. It was pretty much mm-hmm. well done. Mm-hmm. Awesome. So thanks, Matt, for uh, yeah. mm-hmm. for coming in and letting us know a little bit about your life. Yeah, of course, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was fun. I'd love to be back too whenever you guys want. So let me know. Yeah, 
We oh, do man. this. We do this every once in a while. Once, you, uh, once you're on, you're really? you're now on speed dial. In case you're, <laughs> you're locked in now. That's yeah. right. I'm okay with that. I'm perfectly okay with that. Well, with that being said, if there's nothing else, let's roll that music. All right, guys. Bye. Oh, cool. Sorry, my water was on for like an hour and a half, like with the grass. So the oh, okay. oh my god! You like flooded the house. Oh no, I'm, I'm seeding my my grass, so I. Okay. Need to I like how you say that. So I care. No, no, no you don't care. Where's Ross? Like, I have a lawn.